What is up, world? Welcome to Apocalypse Now, our movie hangout show. I am your host, Jacob Bartley, and we got the whole crew here today. Mine is Keith. Uh, he might be, pop- oh, he's actually not popping in tonight, actually. No, later no. by Keith. Uh, so it'll just be us for today. Of course, we have Brian Avalasino here. How's it going, Brian? Going good, going good. A uh, little bit of trivia for you guys that I, so I'm watching. Uh, I was watching Spider-Man Homecoming before this and noticed something I've never noticed before. Okay, hmm. so ready? Here's a question. Here's a question. On the way to Washington, D.C., there's a construction sign on the side of the road that says, blank, blank, use an alternate route. Hmm. Blank, blank, use an alternate route? Yeah. So, like, it says... That's not very much to go off of. The cause of use the alternate route is the fill-in. Huh. What is the cause of the alternate route? Them telling to use an alternate route. I've never noticed this until today. Hmm. Well, let's see. It came out out in 15. Is it the cause of Captain America? Wait. Oh, wait. I was thinking... Oh, it's homecoming is what you're talking about. Homecoming. Right? Homecoming, yeah. Okay. I was thinking uh far from home this whole time. Jake, oh. this came out in 17. Homecoming came out in 17? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was after Civil War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Well, it couldn't be the Avengers battle because that was years later. It, it might this blue. Is, ca- is it a character or a thing? It's something that happened. In one of the movies. That's what I was. Yeah, it was... has to be some type of Easter egg. I'm not sure. Because of Loki? Nope. Again, blew my mind that I never noticed this. Can you pinpoint a year the movie came out? That might help me. Uh... Was it the Civil War explosion that killed Sachaka? Well, that was in that was a different country. That was yeah. That was it. That was in Norway, I think. No, uh, no, not Norway. Lagos. Uh, oh no, he's talking. No, he's talking about the one that took place it at the UN. Oh yeah, the UN. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Uh, it took place in 2014. Because of Hydra. Oh, Winter Soldier. Because of Winter Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You want me to give it okay. to you? Just yeah, we, we yeah, have to move I mean, on to show at some point. So, so the sign says Triskelion cleanup. Triskelion. Uh, that was like that was okay. a guess I had, but I didn't really I didn't think it would be like a building. I, I don't know. Yeah. No, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I I knew it had to, I knew it had to do with uh with Winter Soldier. I knew yeah. it had to do with Winter Soldier. So yeah. Never never seen it i was like i looked i paused and i was like holy crap i've never noticed this and they actually mention it again something else in uh like five minutes later the robbers are like this triskelion build or destruction is gonna make us so much money well because at the beginning of the film michael keaton's crew they're picking up the aftermath of the avengers movie of new york and then and then they're picking up the aftermath of the Triskelion destruction in, in the Winter Soldier too. So, yeah, um, it, cool, cool it, little Easter egg. 
Yeah, I know, right? So thought I'd that share. Is, that is very interesting. We just spent uh, four minutes on trying to guess what <laughs> Brian was talking about. Yeah, that's okay. Um, Gio, how's it going, man? Gio Ramos in the house. Pretty good. Cheers. It's been a it's been a day, but uh, cheers. Let's uh, talk about some movies. Our favorite actors. Oh, spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> Well, it's in the title and the thumbnail. Yeah, it's the, the thumbnail of the video. So, no worries. No spoilers <laughs> yeah. here. And uh, Jake Berlin, how you doing, man? I'm hanging in there, man. I'm hanging in there. Uh, luckily enough, uh, tomorrow is my Friday, which is nice. So um, Gabby's birthday is on Saturday. So we're going to take a drive down the coast, see, go to San Luis Obispo, maybe hit up Santa Barbara. It's going to be a nice little time. So I'm excited. Oh, so you're out for the rest of the week? Sounds like fun. I'm out for the rest of the week. I will not be on Fandalorian on Friday, boys. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Oh. How could we do it with that? What about POV? Uh, well, if I'm leaving Thursday, well, I, like I said last night on, on our Patreon stuff, I, I won't be on the reaction on Thursday uh, if, we, if we end up leaving on Thursday. So, got it. Well, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but as far as movies go, it's starting to feel a little bit closer to normal. Like we can actually go to a theater and watch movies. There's new releases coming out and we could talk about box office stuff, even though it's still not the same, but so Gio and I saw army of the dead, which we'll talk about next week. I'm sure. And then I just watched uh, Oh, we have a fun topic for next week, but yes. I just watched Mitchell's versus the, the Mitchell's versus the machine. Oh, that movie's amazing. Awesome. So Both good. of those movies are my two favorite movies of the year so far. Army of the Dead and Mitchell's versus the Machine. So over Godzilla, just, yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, I love the fights in Godzilla, but these are just better movies in my opinion. Uh, but so I'm just excited because movies are back, uh, almost. No, back hey man, I I agree, and it it also it it's allowing us to discuss stuff, which is nice. Absolutely. I don't have to come up with I don't have to come up with show topics all the time, which is nice. We can rely on a trailer, or maybe there's like, for example. This last week has been just bombarded with Knives Out 2 castings. Well, that's the and thing. I can kind of weave in a topic of something like talking about our favorite actors and actresses yeah, there's because so much news. casting is happening. There's actual news now, yeah. now that the movies are moving forward with production and yeah. all that stuff. So exciting, exciting times. I uh, have two questions. Yeah. Quick question. One, will I like Army of the Dead? Me. I think you'll have a fun time with it. There's... There is a lot of gore, but it's not. It's more zombie gore than human gore. Okay, fine with that. Yeah. Two. Someone like me, should I go see it in theaters or should I watch it on TV? I'm I'm gonna go see it in theaters, Brian. If you want to go, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I would teeter on, you know, because I don't know if you're gonna love it, but if you want, I think seeing it in a theater added to the experience and made me like it more. So. I would say go to. I always say go to theater if you can. So I, I'll just say it now because we're talking about it. Next week is a full on Zack Snyder episode. Oh. We are not only reviewing Army of the Dead, but we are going to be. Are you going to make it next week? We are going to be. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, I got to check the calendar. Hold on, I might have just blew the gun a little bit. I think next week's our watch along. Next week's our watch along. So the week after that. Is going to be a full blown Zack Snyder episode. Um, not only an Army of the Red, Army of the Dead spoiler discussion, but we're going to be ranking Zack Snyder's films. So stay tuned, everybody. That like ranking, be exciting. 
ranking from what one we like the best to to, to be determined on how they are ranked. Mm, okay. Well, that won't be controversial at all. <laughs> Make sure you guys tune in for that. Um, speaking of the watch long, we have a reveal for what we're going to watch. So I'll throw it to Jake for that. Yeah. So uh, let me just go and pull it up real quick. So this was a this was a fun poll, and I hope you guys haven't gone and looked. Wait, we picked movies. Yes, we picked movies. Yeah, you know, um, so I'm the kidding, five movies that were selected. Uh, we each picked a movie. We were each given a service, and we each picked a movie. Uh, Keith was given HBO Max. He pitched. Hot, he picked Hot Fuzz. Uh, I had Netflix. I went with Miracle. Geo had Mission or uh, Hulu. Excuse me. He went with Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. Brian had Disney Plus. He went with National Treasure. And Jacob did Prime Video with the Terminator. Okay. I I don't know who won yet, so I'm excited. I, to I don't know. For, for once, I didn't. Peak I purposely avoid it. So, do you guys want to take a guess? I really have no idea. I'm, I'm going to say Hot Fuzz. I'm going to say mine. I'll say Hot Fuzz. Okay. So uh, we had a two-headed race. Okay. And it came down. It, and the winner won by 1%. Wow. Oh, won by 1%. Wow. Okay. We had 72 overall votes. In second place was Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Really? The winner... <laughs> I'm so excited. To build National, National Treasure. <laughs> National what? Treasure won wow. the watch along. We oh, will be watching no. it next Tuesday, May 25th, right here on the channel. Uh, with 33% of the votes, Dang. it beat out Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, which had 32% of the votes. Um, super exciting. And I will say this up until about two days ago, uh, Mission Impossible had about a 3% lead on National Treasure. So it was a late life. Oh, no. Late life for National Treasure. And really? uh, we'll be I'm watching that next week. I am shocked Hot Fuzz wasn't even in the top two. Hot Fuzz came in third with 22%. Wow. I'm yeah. shocked. All I have to say is now I have two streaming choices to pick a movie from. So Two? Oh. Netflix and HBO Max, baby. I this is my second uh, watch along win in a row, so you're welcome, everyone. I actually like National Treasure. I don't know about you guys. I, I know Jake loves it. Oh, I like I'm it too. Excited. I like it's it. Fun. It's a fun yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm. I'm so excited. I. I. I love National Treasure so much. Um, I. I actually watch it probably like once every couple months, and I'm super excited to revisit it again with you guys. So. It's a silly fun movie. Absolutely. Sean Bean. Sean Bean and uh, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, check us out. So next Tuesday, our watch long, we'll be watching National Treasure at about uh, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So that should be a lot of fun. And since it is Tuesday, that means it's news day. And we got some cool stuff to talk about. And one of them being the Snake Eyes teaser footage. Uh, any information we need to know? prior to talking about this you guys just want to jump in no i the only thing that we can address for those who may be watching and maybe who aren't very familiar with the character this is a very hard left on what the original snake guys character is like and what i'm talking about is that the character speaks and the character takes his helmet off um in the in in once the character becomes snake eyes in the comics and the cartoon in the gi joe films he doesn't speak for a certain reason in his backstory, and he never, and we never actually see him with the helmet off. But 
because you're putting a face like Henry Golding in the role, because it is a different adaptation of the character, um, they're taking a different approach. And I, for one, am totally fine with it. Uh, and I'm super pumped for it. But yeah, that's kind of the only thing that I wanted to touch on before we got going here. I have not seen the G.I. Joe movies, nor did... Oh, that's true. Nor did I not... Nor did I know that he doesn't speak or take off his helmet. So these are all... Uh, yeah, I know things. that just from the movies. I, I don't... I'm not the biggest fan or expert of G.I. Joe lore. I know uh, a little bit. I don't know a ton, <laughs> but I know enough. So he, I'm not sure if it's some. This is something that like fans should be upset about. You know, I don't know. I well, they're know. upset. That's yeah, they're, they're, they're are super upset. upset. They're well, super I mean, upset. But it's isn't it his but, origin? Like, there's gonna yeah, be a yeah, reason, see, right? It's called Snake missing. Eyes. A GI yeah. Joe Origins is what it's called. Yeah. So. Why why are people freaking out? Like he's gonna something's gonna happen to him where he's not gonna be able to do that. Yeah, he's exactly. That's what uh, he confirmed during. Um, I forget if it, if it was an interview or a trailer commentary. Like they will work towards one of two things happening. He'll either have his uh, vocal cords damaged or he'll take a vow of silence. But they will work toward that. Um, yeah. So what's what, why are people? They, they, uh, he mind? took a vow of silence in the recent GI Joe films, is what he did. There was something that happened in his in his history, uh, in his origin, that he took a vow of silence. I have a feeling that to make it more believable, they'll probably cut his voice out somehow. Um, but again, we're going to be getting a movie with him talking, and that's okay. Everyone, it is okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Okay. I don't get it why people would maybe I'm just not that well I think it's because you're not attached to it. Imagine if they took one of your favorite Marvel or DC characters and like did something like this. Brian, this is this is similar. This is a similar thing. This is a similar thing to if they took out Spider-Man and Batman's parents being killed the way they did. This is this is fans would riot. If yeah, that but, backstory was taken out, this is yeah. very similar to GI Joe fans. It's on the but, same level of Deadpool's mouth being shut. But That's, at the same, I was but, thinking about and, that too. Yeah. But at the same time, has he like <laughs> Dom? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but okay, so this is coming from naive. I don't know much about GI Joe lore other than super badass. Yeah. yeah okay. So. Uh, is Snake Eyes' origin ever told? To, and is that origin that he in, had never spoken? Because then I would understand. No, in, in are you talking about in the movies or in the comics? In the movies? No, in the comics. It, it, yeah, his origin's told. His origin's told. And he has yeah. never spoken a word. No, no, no. He no, he he took a vow of silence in the comic books because okay, so, of something that happened in his history. Well. And I might be corrected in the comments because there's different iterations, different stories. But the stories that I know, he took a vow of silence because of something that happened in the past. Okay, but before that vow of silence, he spoke, correct? Yeah, it, but he he took the vow. He took the vow when he was a kid. That's the uh, thing. That's mm-hmm. it, it. It happened when he was younger, um, and he grew up as like a teenager, a uh, young adult into an adult without speaking, which is why people are freaking out because okay. he's already an adult and he's talking. 
Okay, then I guess I could see a little bit more. Of the no, I don't see it at all. It's, it's stupid. Well, There's no reason to freak out. There's no I reason get to it. Freak out. for something to be upset about. That's yeah, it. I get it for the, for the purist, but if you want to make a giant movie like this, you're not going to get an actor for tons of movies. He's probably going to do at least a couple and tell him, hey, you're never going to speak the word ever in any roles. Like, yeah. well, and and the big the big reason why he wasn't the main character in the in the two GI Joe movies is because you need a lead actor or a lead character to talk. You need a lead character to talk to the villains or to someone that he's working with. Whereas he worked as a supporting character in those movies because everyone else around him was talking. And if you if you have him as the main character, you have to have him like they could take a chance in the future and make a movie where. He loses his voice like a quarter of the way through and the rest of the movie he doesn't talk like that could be a cool attempt at doing it. But if you're doing a state snake eyes movie, he has to talk. I'm sorry, but he has to talk. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I get the fans being upset, but like at this point, like I haven't seen them and I know that the G.I. Joe's are not groundbreaking cinema. Yeah, and, I mean, Chuck said it in the chat that they're not good. They're dumb fun. Well, and I think like, if I'm not mistaken, this is like a soft reboot of the franchise or at least or yeah. a full on reboot of the. Franchise. No, this is a this is a full on retelling. Yeah. yeah that, so yeah. that's what I figured. Yeah. So, so it's yeah. not even connected to those. You don't even have to worry about those movies. But I agree with you guys. You cannot make a movie with the title character where he doesn't speak, at least not yet. I mean, if they plan on building on this universe. Then he can be a, a character once he loses his voice or takes a vow, you can have him as like a supporting character with other characters around him. Cause it's one thing to like not see somebody's face and not, and their facial expressions, but then to not have them talk as well. That's cause you have to have one or the other. You can have somebody yeah. who doesn't talk, but they have, they show their facial expressions. The, the good, the good, you know? a good comparison that you can use is I, look I, at I, the way literally going for exactly where you're going. Right look now. at the way that they use Carl Urban and dread. Okay, right. I did not. You took a hard left. Or the Mandalorian I, I with Mandal the mask. And oh well, yeah, Man Mando's very similar, but you you have you have the mask, right? He's yeah. covered. You don't see his face. I I went towards Dread because at some points we obviously do see, but at least you see Mando. They are talking, so they can express yes. emotion and stuff. This there's no way, and it's Henry Golding. Like you want to see his face, right? Exactly. <laughs> Look overall, like and we're going to get into the trailer, but I want to read this cast off real quick because this is ridiculous. So obviously Henry Golding is snake eyes. Um, Andrew Koji is playing storm shadow. And if you don't know, he's an incredible martial artist, uh, actor, great stunt, stunt guy. Um, uh, wait, 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 it's storm shadow. The white one from the movie. Yes. Okay. Um, Someone's microphone is bouncing. Jacob keeps down, touching his table and it's bouncing. Oh. Uh, and so Samara, we <laughs> Samara Weaving it's your is connection thingy. Samara Weaving is playing Scarlet, which is awesome. Samara Weaving was the lead in Ready or Not. She is badass. Love her. Um, what is her character's name? Scarlet. She's a, a like a, a historical G.I. Joe character. Oh, okay. um, Ursula Corbero is playing Baroness, which is even more awesome. Uh, Henry Golding talked about her in the featurette they did when they dropped the trailer. Um, and we're also going to be getting appearances from Eco Uways, 
Uh, and many of you may know him as the, the lead actor in the Raid movies. He's playing Hardmaster. Peter Mensah, who is in a lot of films, but he, uh, what I know him for most is from the Spartacus television show. Uh, um, 300. He is the one that Leonidas kicked. Yeah, so 300 yeah. as well, but I know him most from Spartac- the Spartacus television show. Uh, he was the gladiator trainer in that show. Um, he's playing Blind Master, and there's a whole list of characters here that I can go over, but that's kind of the main cast that we're going to be seeing, those six, um, on top of a couple others. But yeah, this this cast is bonkers good. And the trailer, I know that it was short, but I absolutely dug what they were doing. I loved it. I thought it looked great. The action looked awesome. Henry Golding fits an action role very, very well. And I love seeing the very gritty, grounded, martial artist style um, take on the film that movies like The Raid and and a lot of others have taken on as of recent. Uh, I can't wait to see that implemented into a Snake Eyes movie. And this movie just absolutely kick ass. I'm so excited. Yeah, for someone that doesn't know anything about this stuff, I am actually pretty excited from what I saw. Like, clearly, from this last, whatever, 10 minutes, I don't know, Jack, you know what about this movie or franchise. But from what I saw, just from that little teaser, I was like, oh, this actually looks pretty cool. And the fact that Henry Golding is the lead, because I actually think he's pretty good at everything he does. So... Yeah, if I if this wasn't a G.I. Joe movie and this was just a trailer for a new action movie coming out, I would be like, damn, that looks sick. So at the fact that it's tied into the G.I. Joe lore, I'm I'm all in for it. And I finally am open to the idea if if Hasbro owns all this and they're making the movies with Paramount, screw it, give me a cinematic universe. Look, you guys are the ones who were always (laughs) saying that they should do it. And I was always the one like, no. I'm okay with it. Transformers, Power Rangers, G.I. Joe, screw it. I, I'd be down for it because that means we would get Power Rangers movies. So let's let's let's, let's see it. if the movies are actually good first. <laughs> this guy. Because look, look, and look, he's he has every right to say that because look what they're doing. They they've done a new they're doing us more G.I. Joe stuff, right? They've restarted it with the Snake Eyes. They're planning on doing more Power Rangers with a reboot, and they have a brand new Transformers movie in the works. So it's that possible. isn't tied to anything. So it definitely is possible that at some point they could do it. It's, it's yeah, I would much rather see G.I. Joe and Transformers because we get those no, crossovers I in agree. the comic I books. I honestly, I, I really wouldn't want that, but I'm open to it. Because and it. I feel like Power Rangers is essentially the two combined in a different world. Uh, and, and like I said, G.I. Joe and Transformers, they actually cross over quite a bit in the comics. So, yeah, no, they, um, they fit more together for sure. Um, Gio, so what do you think about the teaser itself? Uh, well, first I'll say I'm a fan of the direction that they're going. Um, they're following Transformers, where they took the best part about those movies and gave it its own movie. The best part about the G.I. Joe movies, for anybody who's seen it, is by far Snake Eyes. So to give him his own origin and to make it sort of a, uh, a starting point to a new, you know, uh, reboot retelling of gi joe is is a smart move actually um the trailer didn't really show much it pretty much gave us what we needed to be excited about a snake eyes movie because i mean it's one thing to be excited about it on paper but to actually see some of the stuff i mean they're like literally like hopping on cars fighting on the highway it took me back to matrix reloaded 
Um, the cinematography looks amazing. I just, I, I'm curious if they actually shot that on location, wherever the story takes place. But um, yeah, for a first trailer, it, it, it sold me. It got me more excited. It got me looking forward to Snake Eyes. Uh, this has been a huge question mark ever since it was first announced uh, some time ago. I think last year, maybe the year before. But um, we'll see. Henry Golden, he's he's on a roll. He can, uh, if he can uh, knock it out of the park, then uh, he's a uh, he he becomes uh, all of a sudden an even more bigger name in Hollywood. So, yeah, absolutely. Out, and who are you gonna cast as GI Joe? Well, so I don't know how it works, so, but there's not so, really a character so, named GI well, Joe, right? So yeah, so Brian, just yeah. for your information, uh, the GI Joe—they're called the Joes. The characters—they uh -huh. have—they have names like Duke is typically the one that people go for. And just to let everyone know, um, we will do a Duke casting table at some point, but we might have to some have some people on who are a little bit more familiar with the property. Oh, I, I would have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, See, I did know that though that there's GI Joe is not a person. That I know of. It, yeah. it, so the Joes are named after someone. Well, but there was like a legendary know. soldier, right? That it was named yeah. after, and then, but he's not like a character in the modern day of GI Joe. And I, again, I I'm not the most knowledgeable. I know a little about it. I'm going off of the stories that I know. So someone who is very well versed might say it in the in in the comments. But um, yeah, there's not actually a character that's called GI Joe. And Chuck. No, so in the in the sequel, the Joes were named after Bruce Willis's character. I didn't mind um, that. That was fun. So, uh, I, I don't know if they'll do that here, but again, this is just Snake Eyes lore. This isn't GI Joe stuff. He's not a part of the Joes yet. This is just all about him as a character of Snake Eyes at the moment. So I used to think that Snake Eyes was a bad guy. So that shows how much I know about about this. Lore. I was just trying to bait Jacob to say Doc Ray Montgomery. No. I'm not allowed anymore, remember? <laughs> no, you are not. That's why I didn't choose him for Superman last week, because you guys said I'm not allowed. No, were you would uh, you really have chosen no, him? No, no, we were doing it. We were doing Calvin Ellis. Uh, yeah, we were, yeah, we were doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I would not choose him as as even if a regular, you know, Kal-El. But anyways, um, <laughs> let's move on. So a regular Cal now is not the only show that we do here. We have a show on Fridays, and Brian, you want to tell them a little bit about that? Yes, we do. We have the Fandalorian on Fridays, Fandalorian Club, where you can come and listen to us talk about Bad Batch. Uh, it's at four o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time. And yeah, we will be doing episode four. Yes, four. Uh, the, the I'm first... so thrown off by the episode orders. Yeah, me too, because <laughs> of that first two. It always throws me off. Um, yeah, we'll be covering episode four and without Jake this time. So this should be interesting. Yes, it will be. All righty. So we got one more news story to get to, and I'll throw it to Jake for that. Yeah. So uh, as a lot of the news has been released uh, lately, Knives Out 2 has pretty much dropped bombs left and right lately. Uh, over the last week, essentially each day, minus yesterday, yesterday was the only day uh, that wasn't consecutive for casting announcements of Knives Out since it began. Um, they have added, and I'm pulling up right now, they have added five cast, men, cast members to its cast around Daniel Craig. Um, and I'll name them off right now. So, uh, first, obviously, Daniel Craig was returning. Then, 
it was announced that Dave Bautista would be joining him. Then Edward Norton, Janelle Monet, Catherine Hahn, and today uh, was Leslie Odom Jr., uh, who is from the Hamilton play, who, which is where a lot of people probably recognize him uh, from. Mm-hmm. And so right now we have six, we have six cast members to Ryan Johnson's Knives Out 2, with many more to be added. Uh, if he's going to be continuing a story or, or have a similar story to what he had in the previous movie, obviously there was like 10 to 12 cast members in that movie. Right now we're only up to six. But, I mean, look, Daniel Craig, Catherine Hahn, Edward Norton, Leslie Odom Jr., Dave Bautista, and Janelle Monet are the cast at the moment. Um, this is ridiculous, guys. This is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, these are like, this is like the Avengers of whodunit <laughs> films. It's amazing. And I'm so on board for it. Every direction they're going with these, um, from someone like Edward Norton, who is, you know, Oscar worthy, almost every performance he puts out there, to someone like Dave Bautista, who has really grown as an actor over the recent years, done a lot of action films, but now playing in this type of role, to someone like Leslie Odom Jr., who, uh, does a lot of stage stuff, but also can do a lot of other stuff in, in film as well. He just had a role in Regina King's most recent film on Prime Video. Um, I mean, it's... And plus, Agatha. Agatha all along. It's, it's Agatha all along. She's the <laughs> Chuck, one who's done it. Chuck nailed it. Because, oops, it, we are going to be thinking it's her the whole yeah. entire time. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. everyone is going to be watching her the whole entire time. And just being like, is she doing any shady shit? No. All right. It's not her. Okay. Yeah. I still think yeah. it's her though. So uh, Look, they're not done casting this movie. And the thing uh, is, this is still this this cast right now is amazing. It's still not as good as the cast of the first one yet, in my opinion. But I agree. obviously, I agree. there was like at least twenty names in the first one. Yeah, they're not. They're going to add like at least five more key ca- high caliber names i think because i just think that's the style of the way these films are going to go large ensemble cast and it's like i'm I'm all in for this and as soon as i heard the katherine hahn one even if she never was in wandavision like this is such a great casting for a whodunit mystery and especially the style of the way knives out was made right they were basically a lot of the movie was them being interviewed by the detectives and can you imagine when she she's getting interviewed by the detectives and what type of character she's going to be playing. So she's definitely the standout to me, but the rest of the cast is incredible. I will say. So including or excluding Daniel Craig, there was 10 main cast members, like the ones that they put on the cover of the post, whatever DVD poster you want to name it. So we're at, what is that? What'd you name five or six? So we have we have at least five more. Okay, so five more. So that's I would like, say they're probably going for at least ten. So maybe just yeah. four more. So I which mean, which still at that point it's like like Ryan Johnson and, and I like this a lot because um, I like this a lot just because Jake, you're uh, going crazy. I can God, yeah, that the ringing in my ear is nuts. It's um, Jacob's sling swing arm. <laughs> uh, I like this a lot because look, Ryan Johnson hasn't done a film since Knives Out. Before that, he did on the Star Wars stuff. It was a nightmare, right? People were coming after him because of what he did the Last Jedi. It was just a whole mess. His name still has huge recognition. It does. He is an incredible filmmaker. And whether or not you like the Last Jedi, the movie itself—if you look at it just as a film—it's a really good film. 
-hmm. It's not a good Star Wars movie at times, but it's a really good film. He is still an incredible filmmaker that can attract talent because he's a great storyteller. He knows how to tell stories. Knives Out did that perfectly. Brick did that in the past. Looper did that. He knows how to tell stories and it attracts actors like the Edward Nortons, like the Catherine Hans, the uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's of, of last movie and you know all the, all the actors that he had in the last film as well. I'm not surprised at, at all that he's getting these type of names. Um, I'm, I'm very interested in like, like what's the next Edward Norton style actor that is joining this film? It's because funny that you keep saying Edward Norton because he's the one that I keep forgetting. Is cast See, and, and he's the biggest build in the cast <laughs> so far. He is. He is the he is the most well known. The the most um, he is the most awarded. He's like the will. most prestigious actor of this. Yeah, he he so gets far. the most recognition for his performances most of the time. I'm wondering who that next person is in this film. That'll be. I, it'll be the. I'm very hoping. Last I'm hoping it's a female. I'm hoping it's a female. It'll be the very last person they announce. To, well, to Allow me to say first, uh, because we didn't talk about this on any of the nows, Netflix has done a brilliant job, okay? They dropped a half billion dollars on Knives Out 2 and 3. That's a lot of money. And they're pretty much saying, Ryan Johnson, we'd love what you did with the first one. We know you have ideas for future installments. You have a, a uh, an actor who's going to be kind of, the, kind of the center of each of the movies and Daniel Craig. And what they're doing with the casting is just incredible. It's it's really amazing to see. Now, I hate to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy because it's, it's a little bit too – we have to recognize that it's so hard to repeat the success of a whodunit movie the second time to be as smart, as witty as the first one. It's a challenge. It's going to be a challenge for Ryan Johnson. So – there is a little bit of a concern. Well, I don't want to say concern, but uh, I'm very, I'm hopeful that it's as great as the first one because that that was my favorite film of that year. I think it was 20, 2019, right? 2019? Yep. For Knives Out. Yeah. I mean, I, I love that movie. I mean, you can watch oh, yeah. it every, you know, couple months. You just, oh, it's so good. And I know he wasn't announced, but... I really hope there's a way they can bring Lakeith Stanfield in for something because I really loved when him and Daniel Craig were kind of working together. I don't know. I, I thought he brought something to the first Knives Out uh, movie. He's a very he's an actor with a lot of range. Um, he's somebody <laughs> I'm going to talk about in a little bit, but um, I I would love to see him like you know Daniel Craig you know a special request and then he shows up and helps out or something. Last thing, I don't see them going the family route again. I think it could be something else. Maybe um, Daniel Craig's invest investigating a um, a business or something. I don't know if he's going to go the family. Yeah, I don't route. think it would be family. That would, huh? I don't think it's going to be another family again. Yeah, like that. Yeah. So it'd be too similar. But no, I agree with you. I was wondering if they announced uh, Lakeith Stanfield returning because that's actually my favorite role of his is Knives Out. I think that's. I don't want to say it's his best performance. Um, I haven't seen Judas and the Black Messiah yet, but I it's my favorite performance of his that I've seen. So I, I would love for him to return. Uh, and yeah, I I think, look, I trust in Ryan Johnson to 
to look, this is his, you know, baby. He created this. Obviously, it's inspired by the Agatha Christie stuff. But uh, I just think I trust him to do something. Look, once we get to the third movie, because he's going to have to come up with something crazy for that movie. But I trust him to to deliver on this movie. And I've come around on The Last, Last Jedi. I still have problems with things they did with it. But it's not a bad movie. Like, I don't think we ever thought it was a bad movie. We were just disappointed in certain elements as Star Wars fans. But I've very much come around on that movie. It's like, I don't dislike it at all. I just, you know, have a few issues. But so I overall, like, Ryan Johnson is is a great filmmaker. And he, this, his, the first Knives Out was nom- the, it got nominated for a screenplay, best screenplay. So that's. Did, didn't he win? Uh, I don't, he might, he sure. might have won for best original. I'm not 100% sure, but uh, he was up for best original screenplay. So there's a chance he won. But he went up against he went up against some crazy hitters that year. So, yeah. But either just to get th- this type of film, it's it's very like it's kind of a genre film in a way, and it those type of movies getting those Oscar nods is is a big deal. So, I, I yeah, I'm excited for it. I trust him as a filmmaker. Oh man, I can't wait to see what Dave Bautista does. I, I mean, in, in this movie, I, I know Ryan Johnson is not going to make him the, the muscle guy, the strong guy. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm more interested. Well, I'll save my thoughts because I'm going to talk about him in a little bit. So, <laughs> um, well, I know we're going to talk about our favorite actors and actresses and we don't have to spend too much time on this, but do you guys have any idea for anyone who would be great fits to join this movie? I mean, my dream one for me would be Kate Blanchett to join this film like that would be absolutely incredible she would be perfect for this i i mean we're going to be talking about favorite actors and actresses currently so any of the choices that i'm going to be naming here yeah of course yeah but someone that isn't on my list that i every time i i see a film of hers i enjoy and that's sandra bullock i would really like to see sandra bullock uh just in anything but in a ryan johnson film like this um, I think it'd be really cool. And I would also love to see Emily Blunt return to Ryan Johnson and do a film like this. Ah, as well. that would be cool. She, she did do Looper um, with him a few years ago or a number of years ago now. Uh, but yeah, I, I think my, at the, off the top of my head, uh, Sandra Bullock would be a cool one. I, I would like another like older actor, actress that like you don't really see very often but like when you hear them in the cast you're like oh yes like i i don't know who i'm thinking of but just like <laughs> you don't have anyone specific in mind just a general uh, description well it's funny because we did on another i did an, on another channel someone like we did our own casting and i went for a couple like random funnies like uh like Betty White, just <laughs> someone like someone that you would just be like, oh my god, like they're in this or uh, Cher. I had Cher as one of them. Just <laughs> someone completely like random that is older, uh, doesn't do too much anymore, but like came back for this and made this fun. Like that. That. Is well, that was kind of like the Jamie Lee Curtis in the first one, you know? She, I mean, she did the Halloween movie, but prior to that, yeah. she wasn't doing much, you know? Yeah. Um, so I would love some, someone like that. Um, I, I also, the other one that I thought of too was Angelina Jolie. 
I think she would be kind of interesting in one of these. I don't know yeah. if I would in this cast, but I think she would be in a good, she would be kind of interesting to have in a murder mystery. Yeah. I also wouldn't mind maybe a John David Washington in something like this. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what, I mean, we don't know the plot, so I don't know what kind of role he could play, but I, I would like to see him in something like this. For some uh, reason, I hope, oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was, Brian's put what Meryl Streep. That'd be a great one. Yeah. Glenn Close. One of these ones. Like, I would love one of those. Just yeah. I don't What were you fun. saying, Joe? Oh, uh, no. For, for, some, for whatever reason, I, I, I just want to see Quentin Tarantino play a small character in one of these movies. I don't know why. <laughs> that'd be I, good. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> Make him like a a shoe store owner. Right. Something to do with feet. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. When said that. But it's always funny to me that he's starred in movies too. But yeah. like he's not really an actor though, which is kind of cool. Um, well, any last thoughts on this story, guys, before we move on? Who do they get next? Man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, see. I'm sure everybody would anyone would love to be in this movie, to be honest. <laughs> yeah I, I bet awesome well if you guys uh haven't heard about our other show that we do called the casting table we did one last week uh on apocalypse now we don't normally do that but we actually do uh solo episodes of the casting table where we choose a character usually it's a character that could possibly be coming to the big or small screen sometime soon and it, it's a well-known character it's not just like uh, just a random thing it's like a character that's established in some type of mythology or lore or things like that we've done a bunch of episodes in the past uh we we've done a bunch of marvel characters dc characters star wars characters we've we've done the the few oddball ones here and there that aren't you know the most popular ones uh so yeah so go check out there's a playlist on our youtube channel for the casting table and we're gonna have a few more coming down here in the pipe pretty soon uh we do at least about one a month, but uh, sometimes two a month if we can squeeze them in there. So yeah, go check out the casting table and let us know if you have any ideas for upcoming possible characters for us to do casting tables for. We're always looking for that for sure. And yeah, so to close out today's show, um, we're going to talk about our favorite actors and actresses. And Jake, I'll throw it to you kind of to introduce this because it was your idea. So what made you uh, choose this as a topic today? Uh, it was the Knives Out 2 castings that's been happening. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's we're seeing a lot of big names and it's a topic that I've actually had. I have a list of like possible ideas um, that and I, I, I actually I, I do want to I'll confront this right now because everyone's been saying in the chat. This will be re-uploaded on replay. YouTube has gone down. Um, it's down at the oh, moment. Wow. So uh, we're just going to keep on recording. Like it's a live show and I'll re-upload this later for everyone to watch. Uh, so unfortunately it happens sometimes, but yes, YouTube went, went completely down anyway. Um, yeah, knives out, knives out, uh, inspired me. It inspired me. So I, I wanted to talk about it and it's been something I've had on, had on the list for a little bit. And I was like, you know what, let's do it tonight. It's a fun topic, something that we can put together pretty quickly, um, and have just a nice fun, open discussion about it and, and reveal some of our favorites and, um, and whatnot. So yeah, Jacob, do you want to shoot it around the table or just leave it open or whatever? Can I just say really quick? I just thought of someone perfect for one of these knives out. Oh, go ahead. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Why not? You got Chris Evans last one get Robert Downey. I didn't even think about that. I just thought his like his snarky, like personality type stuff in one of those, I think would be interesting. Sorry. 
continue. Bench Nick Cumberbatch. I would like him to be somebody that we might suspect as being involved, uh-huh. but I don't want him to play like a detective because then it's like Sherlock no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. You have to be one of the people being yeah for sure judged. I mean, I love Robert Downey Jr. You could add him to this upcoming conversation for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we can go about it however we want to do. Uh, I'll go to you first, Gio. I mean, maybe you guys want to split it up, do actors and act, do actors first, and then we'll, we'll do actors after that. Okay. Um, well, I, I kind of hinted at it earlier. I'll start with uh, Lakeith Stanfield. I mean, this guy, he can do it all. Seriously. This guy, can, <laughs> you give him any role, any genre, and he will deliver. I mean, we're talking about Uncut Gems, uh, TV show Atlanta, Get Out, Judas and the Black Messiah, Knives Out. Um, I haven't seen Sorry for bothering you i think that's sorry, sorry to bother you sorry. yeah that one i haven't seen that one yet it's on my list but man this guy just i mean if, if you google images uh, like lakeith stanfield movie you'll see like so many different characters that he played and they're very different characters this guy could totally pull it off um he's gonna have an even bigger career going into this uh, decade he kind of came on the second half of this past uh, the 2010s but um, yeah, for me it's Lakeith Stanfield. I can, I can watch him in anything. Um, so looking forward to what he's doing next. Um, yeah, he's Oscar Oscar worthy. He he's he's an Oscar nominated actor. We can say that now. Like good for him. So yeah, I like him. I haven't seen enough of his stuff to be honest. I've maybe seen two or three movies with him in it. But uh, I de- he's definitely talented. Like, he, he just got nominated for an Oscar. So, of course, he's talented. Yep. Um, so, that's a good one there. Uh, I guess we could go one by one. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess that can work. Um, Jake, you want to throw out a name here? Yeah, I'll, I will go with an actress. Uh, and I, per usual... Just Not how me. it's working. He said that's actor. Not, we, that's fine. We can do that. Yeah, we can go, oh, yeah. sorry. No, I'll yeah. go actor. I'll go actor. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I apologize. I'm focused on this whole YouTube thing at the moment. Yeah, um, let's just... We, it doesn't matter. Actor, I, actress. I'll, I will go actress. Uh, I'll go actress. And um, I'll mention the one that, if I were to rank them, would probably be... No, you know what? I'm gonna reveal my number one because I don't. I want to talk about her. And I, I will wanna, say though, I want to bring her up. I think there's a difference between all time and right now. So absolutely, wanna, no. This is a current. This is a current list for me. This is like yeah. people working like right now, what they're doing yeah. with right now. Um, and I'm gonna reveal someone I think who a lot of us might have on the list, and she is. She might be on the level of what some have been in the past few years, and that is Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen <laughs> is a phenomenon right now. Uh, it's not just because of WandaVision. Um, she's been putting in great work for a long time, but finally getting noticed for it. Uh, WandaVision pushed her to her limits, right? She was able to really show her range as an actor or an act or an actor, actress. Um, and I, I just think that her career uh, is really about to take off because once Doctor Strange 2 happens, there's a chance we may not see her for a little bit, and that will be an opportunity for her to really branch out in a, in some other films. Um, and look, Marvel's going to lock her down. They're going to lock her down and, and get her for a long time because the character of Scarlet Witch right now 
is one of those characters that possibly has the longest longevity out of any character in the MCU because of what they're doing with her. But Did you hear what her original contract yeah. was for yeah. Marvel. Yeah. So if, if you guys didn't hear this, um, it was what Brian, two movies and one cameo. Yes. So oh, her original. Wow. So, and then she revealed that she's already, she's already done three contract signings with Marvel and she's onto her fourth one. Wow. And so, because they didn't, they didn't realize one, how much they were going to use her and two, how popular she would become with the fans. Now they're going to lock her down forever. But with that said, I think that she can be she can be in any role. She can play anything. Oh she yeah, can do action. She can do comedy. She can do romance. She can do uh, a serious film like Wind River. Um, she can do uh, an, 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 uh, a coming of age film, which she did with uh, Ingrid Goes West. I mean, she's done everything to this point, but she's finally getting recognized for it. Uh, and I love to see it. I love to see it. She's going to be around for a very very long time. She's our age. She's late twenties. And and she's like one oh, of those. Sorry, uh, she's she's one of those people that everyone is talking about, and she deserves it. Uh, so Elizabeth Olsen for sure has to be on my list. That is a great one. I she's to me she's like limitless. To be honest, like it, she she could have three Oscars by the time it's all said and done. Like she's that talented, in my opinion. Like I, we, Jake and I, we, we talked about her for years ever since Wind River and and all this stuff. So and yeah. of course even going back and you know watching age of ultron and stuff it's it's cool to see her like where how how far she's come and she had to overcome like being the olsen twins little sister and and all that's that a stuff big too. deal that's a yeah. big big deal because yeah. it's hard to she, break I mean, away from that you know and have people take you seriously so it's it's awesome yeah i mean she i mean granted with time and new generations like that the the Olsen twins died down, but like still like, I mean, we remember the nineties, early two thousands, they were like the biggest thing in the world. So they're still successful. They're riches. They're fashion. They're fashion uses. They're like, but I mean, like the fashion world, but when oh, yeah. do you really hear like, it's not very often that a sibling comes in like, makes their own name that's just as powerful as the siblings. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I neither mean, of them will admit they were never great her. actresses. They never, they, they quit acting a long time ago. So that's, it wasn't something that like they were passionate about. Jillian Hall is the one that comes to mind. That's the closest of what you're saying, Brian, where Maggie was an actor. Then Jake came along and was like, Oh God, who's this guy? Yeah, and they even played siblings in yeah. uh, Donnie Darko, which the Baldwin is brothers. That, there you go. Oh, yeah. That's another one too. Yeah, the Wayne. Sure. Um, okay, all right, Brian, you got a name to bring up? Um, I mean, we all know where I'm going. Yep, I put her on the thumbnail for a reason. I did. I was so happy that you did. Who's on the thumbnail? Uh, Geo, you will see who's on the thumbnail for you. Um, <laughs> she is. Thanks the great for bud. Appreciate it. She I saw, the greatest, I saw which one was for me. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> she's the greatest actress uh, right now in our present time. Um, which one? Saoirse Ronan. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, and it's funny because uh, at the very beginning, Chuck said, y'all have my crush ladybird yeah. Yeah. <laughs> image. And Sacramento's like, own. Chuck, Chuck, 
my heart. When I, I saw that, that, you were forever attached to me for that. But, um, dude, she's in. She has not made a like a stinker flop. Like she's in movies that have been huge. Lady Bird, Little Women. Or at least a cat like critically acclaimed films and academy yeah. level films. Yeah. Um even uh Mary Queen of Scots wasn't huge, but it was still rated and reviewed very high. It was a smaller film. But um Brooklyn she, is fantastic. She was nominated for an Oscar yeah. for Brooklyn. Yeah, so she just does everything perfect, in my opinion. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thoughts, John? Oh, man, make her Poison Ivy, please. Oh, that, that'd be cool. Margot Robbie's uh, pushing for Poison wow, Ivy. Wow, that's, wow. Well, well I'm not going to put Gio on the casting table for Poison Ivy because he just revealed his pick, so... But that'd be pretty damn good, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, uh, she look at she's gonna play in that one with um, uh, crap. Why am I drawing a blank on her name? Uh, Jesus, Kate Winslet. Thank you. There we go. Mm. Um, in that movie where they're lesbians, uh, uh, archaeologists or something, they something along that line. And people were before it was about to come out, I think close to the pandemic and people were like, Holy crap, this movie is going to be amazing. And then it went into She's the, she's going to be a, a, a lesbian partner to Kate Winslet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Sign her up for poison Ivy. <laughs> uh, okay. But yeah. Uh, thoughts gentlemen. Oh, I mean, I love her too. It was expected. I'm not commenting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can still comment on her work as an actress. Oh no, she's. I mean, she's incredible. I mean, th there's nothing that everything that she does, she's very much in the boat of. Thank you. Um, That's what it is. Ammonite. If uh, I'm. Yeah. There, she's she's in the boat of a lot of these. She is, and this this might get a lot of flack from fans of her, but she is the more stable longevity version of what jennifer lawrence was a few years ago Ooh. okay Ooh. i would that's gone. a good comment what are you talking about mm, jennifer does jennifer lawrence get like nominated for everything she does <laughs> yes. Brian, she got nominated for <laughs> yeah. everything she did a few years ago is what i'm I saying i mean she and she has an oscar that's it's i'm saying okay, for, for two years jennifer lawrence was nominated for Best actor, actress, or, or best supporting actress with one Oscar in her belt for a film that actually didn't make a lot of money, but her career died down after a while. Saoirse Ronan's isn't going to die down. Lawrence That's has fair. at least not going to die down. Four Oscar nominations and an Oscar. She won for Winter's Bone, right? She didn't. No, win she for won for Silver Linings Playbook. Are you sure? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, I remember she tripped and Bradley Cooper tried to help her upstairs. So. Uh, but, uh, but I, I see what you're saying, Jake. Like, like Jennifer Lawrence was on this skyrocket rise, and then it just kind of stopped and just like yep. stayed here. Like, Cersei yep. Ronan I, is younger, I believe. She is. She's younger, and she's on that skyrocket rise, and it hasn't stopped. It's not. All she has, all she has to do is avoid the mystique role, and she'll be all right. Well, see, here's the thing with Cersei Ronan. If you notice, she kind of only does a, a movie a year. Have you noticed that? Like, it's usually just like one a year. 
Well, that's, well what Jen- think- that's what Jennifer Lawrence was doing, but Jennifer Lawrence got caught up in doing the same thing every year. That's the yeah, problem. Well, Jennifer Sergio- Lawrence was doing more than one a year, right? I well, feel like the amount of movies she put out. Nah, she 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 did either one, maybe two a year. Well, it's every just once because in a while. the Hunger Game movies all came out, and then they those all came were... out in back to back years, which yeah, is why so we saw so much. Of she her. felt oversaturated. There's probably you know? a couple of years where she did one in like May and then December or something. But um, Saoirse Ronan's doing different films. That's the thing; she's doing different roles, and so her her career is going to be much stronger because of that. Jake, she was putting out like three a year. I just looked up her IMDb. 2013, she, she had three. 2014, she had three. 2015, she had two. 2016, two. So she was... But she was I pumping. think it had to do with the X-Men films and Hunger Games because she signed those contracts, so she had to do those movies. Um, so that was... Yeah, but I, I mean, to be honest with you, Jennifer Lawrence is on my list. She's not the one I'm going to bring up, but I absolutely love Jennifer Lawrence. I do not understand any hate towards her at all. Like, I all right. One thing I'll give people is the way she treated the Mystique character and all, and how she. Yes, thank you. Yes, that's the one thing. But all the and I, I understand that and I get that, and it's kind of like disrespectful to, to the character, to be honest. But other than that, is like I don't understand. Like, she's a great actress. Like, why don't people want to see her on screen? I don't get it. Uh, but that's and look, I have a ton of names. Somebody mentioned Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is my third favorite actor of all time. He's a legend. I love Jim Carrey, but I'm going to, we've kind of, we're not necessarily bringing up our absolute favorites. I want to shine a light on somebody who I don't think gets a lot of love. And to me, he's one of my favorite actors working today. It's Jay Hernandez. I don't know if you you guys know who he is. He played Diablo in Suicide Squad, but that's like, he's great in that movie, but that's not even to me his highlight role. Like I, I used to watch him in the hostile films. He's in, he's in bad moms. Uh, this guy, and he's in TV shows and stuff too. He's uh, he's at least in the first season of Damn it, what's that Amazon sci-fi show? The um, the popular one. It's not The Expanse, right? Is it? He the was Expanse? in The Expanse. He yeah, in he's the- in the first season of The Expanse. At least you you didn't mention one though that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember it off the top. No, you didn't. You didn't mention head. a movie that that he's a part of that I'm very un- a very kind of upset that you didn't mention, Mister Fantasy Football Guy. Oh, he's in Friday Night Lights, which I haven't seen. I was say the rookie. I told you I haven't seen Friday Night Lights, but he's kind of been like a supporting actor his whole career in a way. Uh, and like he's on TV and stuff. He plays Magnum PI, but I just think he's super underrated. I think he he excels in every role he's given, and I think he can be a leading man if he just has the right type of role. So I just wanted to shine a little love on Jay Hernandez because I just I think he's awesome. I would love um, to see him get more roles. I was surprised he got killed or killed off in the Expanse. Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. Um, but that show's interesting. Uh, so I'll go back to you, Gio. Do you want to bring up another name? Yeah, are we still doing actors or actor or whatever? Just whatever you want. Do do opposite of whatever you did last time. Okay. Well, um, I will bring up uh, this actress. Probably should have gotten the MTV. Generation Award over ScarJo. No disrespect to ScarJo, but she's been doing it for an even longer time and um, a lot more critically acclaimed roles. And it's Charlie Theron. Honestly, I could watch her in anything. Okay, like uh, her performance in Monster 
so creepy. Oh my God, but so good. Um, Well-deserved Oscar. But of course, you know, for the past decade, she's kind of been the action star, you know. Um, going back to, she started opposite Will Smith in, in Hancock. Uh, she was in Snow White and Huntsman. Um, obviously, Jake, Mad Max, Fury Road. Come on now. I'm so, I'm still kind of pissed off she's not a part of the uh, Furiosa movie, even though that movie has some great castings. And then, of course, uh, The Fate of the Furious. She was probably the best part of, the, of that movie. And, um, yeah, she. I mean, uh, what's the movie last year? Olgard. She, an Atomic Blonde. She is still the female action star, in my opinion. And um, she has a lot of uh, a lot of films under her resume that that you know prove it. And um, yeah, she's great. So, I mean, she's on my list. So, yeah, nice. absolutely cannot go wrong with her. Uh, I'll throw it back to you, Jake. Uh, so what I do? I did actress last time. I'm gonna do an actor. Um, hell, I'll just I'll drop my big one. My my, I think the, I think the best working actor today for me personally um, is someone I've actually already talked about. Uh, every time this guy touches something, it's it's pretty much gold. And then it also includes a MCU villain. That's Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is um, to me the most diverse actor we've seen in a very, very long time. Uh, he can do pretty much anything. Um, you know, he does something like prisoners where he's playing a cop with some issues to nightcrawler where he's hunting down car crashes in the middle of the night with an evil turn to an MCU villain. Um, he can do comedy. He can do romance. He can do heartwarming stories like stronger or demolition. Uh, I mean, the, the dude, at this moment in time has touched pretty much everything that is gold. Uh, even from when he was a kid, you know, we mentioned Donnie Darko. We haven't mentioned Zodiac, uh, which he was incredible in. Uh, he's done a lot of films through his entire career that a lot of people. South recognize. Yeah. Southpaw is really good too. A sports film. Um, I just think that everything he does is dynamite. And, and I look forward to winning his cast and stuff. Uh, and he kind of also picks, you know, good projects, right? He, he's, he's not taking a lot of stuff left and right. He chose the Mysterio role, which was a big surprise, um, but something. But he's that, a he's a diehard Spider-Man fan, though. So yeah, exactly. Of course, he's like, going to do that. It, it came it came to his lap, and he's like, "Yes, absolutely." But uh, other than that, I mean, he's picking roles that really suit him as an actor, and that can kind of um, push him. A lot of actors don't pick stuff that push their limits, and he's put he's choosing stuff that push him, uh, which I really appreciate, and it really turns out to be good results and. I can't believe he hasn't been nominated for a best actor role yet, which just shocks me. He was snubbed so hard Nightcrawler. for Nightcrawler. It's unbelievable, but yeah. Steve Carell and Bradley Cooper shouldn't have been nominated that year. Yeah, uh, But yeah, for me, Jake Gyllenhaal, no question, best actor in the world right now. I would say also with him joining Super, Superman, Spider-Man, um, it wasn't, and while, I mean, I can, I know Gio's going to argue this, he wasn't your typical MCU villain in the sense of like he was used more as like a setup to kind of like tell a bigger story. Like he wasn't I don't I don't, I don't know how to really describe it. Like I mean 
he revealed that Spider-Man is who he is. And, but it's, that's going to push another movie forward. So it's different. It wasn't just kind of like this, like one off. Here's a bad guy. Like it, you don't see a lot of people like moving a movie forward. And I know I already know Gio where you're going. He's a disgruntled Iron Man employee. It's the same thing we've seen every single time. But I mean, what you don't see a lot of actors, in my opinion, taking roles to set up another movie, which we don't even know if he's alive at this point, which I mean, we let's be honest. So I don't know. It just kind of he, he to this day, him playing a role as far as like actors, you wouldn't think joining superhero movies. I think to me, he might have been the most like, really? Like he's taking a superhero role, so without oh, I being, liked it. I without think he, being the superhero, I think that's why he did it though, because it was a one and done. I I think that's why probably. he kind of did it, and he's not like he's not an action villain. Like all the all the stuff that we were seeing was fake. He doesn't need the money. He's that's fine. I'm yeah. sure the money's nice, but he doesn't. He's not worried about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we all love Jake Gyllenhaal. He, he's a great actor. Um, he's definitely one of the best to me. I mean, I'm not going to talk about him. We've, I've talked about him so much, but we all know Leonardo DiCaprio is my favorite actor of all time. Uh, but so I, I'm not going to bring him up today, but, uh, but yeah, that's obviously that's a great one. Great one, Jake. Um, and I forgot he played Mysterio cause I was like, I would love him in the MCU, but you, then you're like, wait a minute. He already played. He's already seen, in the MCU. Uh, has anybody seen source code? Yes. Was he good in that one? I, 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 yeah, I mean, he's, he's good, good in everything. Yeah, he's good in everything. <laughs> but uh, Source Code is a great movie, though. Gio, name a movie that he's not good in. The Far Velvet, Red, <laughs> Velvet Buttsaw. I'm just kidding. He's great in Velvet Buttsaw. I did not like that movie. <laughs> well, I'm we're, I'm not saying all his that's movies. Some, that's because that's an art house film. I'm not saying all the movies are great, but he's great in them. <laughs> um, he is, he's great in everything he's touched. And... That includes Prince of Persia. I've never seen that. No, end no. of watch. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Jarhead. Great. Brothers. That. October that Sky. Life. Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy is so good. <laughs> He's good in everything. Just letting you guys know. I love Bubble Boy. Oh my god. All right, Brian. Got an actor for us? Yes. Yeah, so I went actress. Um. I'm going off of kind of what Jake said with Elizabeth Olsen, but I'm going Paul Bettany because oh, nice. he is so good in everything he does. And he has, in my opinion, some of the like most range in an actor that we've seen in a very long time. Like think of just the roles he's been in. Like, I mean, he was that like, from a knight's tale just this funny goofy like character that made the plot go then look at how many different types of roles he played in wandavision from like the serious robot to like a family's dad and just like you're all these different decades and each one was believable uh what else is there that he's done the villain in Solo, Star Wars story, he was 
he wasn't in it very much, but he was still a, a decently menacing villain. Um, He'll be yeah. back. In Solo? He'll be back in Bad Batch. Oh, yeah, that I could see. That I could see. That's a good call. Um, but yeah, I just think he, for me personally, I can't think of a lot of actors that literally can hit like a genre and just nail it every time. And I feel like he is one of those ones Jake that like, <laughs> I haven't seen, I guess enough to say that, but I, I just think he, he's fantastic in like everything he does. So, I mean, I, I remember what I've been watching every year. Night, a night's tale is one of my favorite, like, I don't even know how to describe that movie as far as the genre goes. <laughs> that movie like, is too good. Like a medieval comedy. It's it's one of it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite movies like ever. Um I, I watched it religiously as a kid. My parents had the soundtrack on CD. We listened to it religiously as as a family. Um, good call. Such a good call. It's just that and Paul Benny's big reason why in that film, and then he kind of blossomed throughout the years and then luckily for us, he joined the MCU. We got to see him as a, a character like Vision, and he started getting more roles because of that. He got the role of Dryden Voss, and um, yeah, man, it's and what's funny about Dryden Voss is remember he wasn't originally supposed to be Dryden Voss. Uh, that was originally supposed to be Michael K. Williams, um, and due oh, to the switch, right. due to the switch of directors and schedules, Michael K. Williams had to back out, and they brought uh, Paul Bettany in to play the character. Um, so lucky for us, we got that version of him, and that leaves the door open for Michael K. Williams to join in another capacity in Star Wars. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's a great choice. He's very diverse, very very diverse. Oh, Wimbledon! Yeah. Nice. Wasn't he and in Master and Commander? The <laughs> he was incredible. In yeah. Commander. You want to know something funny? I've had that movie sitting in my DVD case for like fifteen years, and I've never seen it. <laughs> that's one of that's a movie oh, wow. in the history of films that is one of the handful that always deserved a sequel. Always deserved a sequel. Hmm. Interesting. And the guy plays a freaking robot so well. Like, I believe he's a robot. It's it, like... Just <laughs> yeah, he does play it well. Um, so I'll go ahead and go actress here. And look, my favorite two actresses of all time are Nicole Kidman. That's why she's on the thumbnail. And then Kate Winslet. Those are my two favorite actresses of all time. But if we're talking right now... And this might be a little predictable. One of my favorite actresses working right now is Anya Taylor-Joy. I freaking love her. <laughs> and especially in Queen's Gambit. Like, to me, I've always liked her. You know, ever since I saw her in Split and, and then everything she did after that. But Queen's Gambit elevated her to another level for me. Like, I, I'm i not going to say she, she's not on a Source of Ronin level. Because she obviously Source of Ronin has three Oscar nominations. But, like, she is one of these super talented actresses who's obviously going to do some action in Furiosa, which look, I, I even would want to see a Charlie Stone Furiosa movie, but if you're going to get a young actress to play her fine, this is a good choice. So I, I can't just wait to see her bald. She's going to kick ass. Yeah. So I just she think is. that, and she's just so talented as just, a and how she loses her arm. Sorry. I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but she's no, going to lose her I mean, arm. In hey, any excitement surrounding her, I'm totally all in for. But yeah, so I when I heard about Queen's Gambit, I was like, do I want to watch a series about chess? And then 
I watched it and just, she reels you in and she makes you care about it. So I just, if I were I, still, if I, and I, I'm still interrupting and I apologize. <laughs> if I were, if I were still, this one of your reviews, if I were still writing reviews for our website, which we had a number of years ago and I reviewed Queens cabinet, Queens gambit, the opening line would be, I never knew I needed to know more about chess until I watched Anya P Taylor joy play chess. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a good way of putting it. Um, yeah, I just think she's on the rise, man. She's going to be – I think we'll be talking about her in award seasons for years to come. So, yeah, on you, Taylor Joy. Furiosa, I agree. Probably uh, one more each, and then we'll go ahead and wrap the show up. I will say Mad Max is a good movie to me. It's not like one of my ones where I'm like, oh, my God, the greatest movie ever. However – the idea of her being Furiosa, my butt will be in the seat. The first showing that I can get into because I agree she's fantastic in everything she does. And hey, Chris Hemsworth's in there. Can't hurt. <laughs> no. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Let's we'll go one more. Uh, Geo. And I guess just choose whatever, whoever you want to go. Hmm. Okay. So. I'm going to go Mr. Dave Batista. Um, and it's not so much, I mean, his body of, of work over the past couple of years has definitely been more and more impressive. I mean, aside from My Spy and um, I think that was, um, yeah, My Spy. I think that was. Uh, I never saw one. Stuber, but I heard it wasn't great. Stuber. <laughs> Stuber. That's what I said. Stuber. Oh, I thought you said Stuber. Uh, did oh. any of you see Hotel Artemis? No. Yeah, very long time ago. The Jodie Foster film Hotel Artemis. Uh he's in that as well. Is he good? Watch it and find out, Mister okay. Dave Bautista Stan. Well, I need to watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine. That's like the next movie I'm gonna watch. Uh, I believe it's on HBO Max. Not, not surprised you haven't seen that movie. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, watch him in Army of the Dead. That really like made me a believer that he can do drama. He can. He's not just a big muscular typecast, uh, you know, um, in Spectre when he's literally just you know on there to kick Daniel Craig's ass. Well, try to kick <laughs> Daniel Craig's ass. Daniel Craig kills him. Yes. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you, Jake. Yes. Anyways, uh, Dave Batista. I think he's gonna be. He's gonna have a big decade this year. I am all on the hype train. Hell, I downloaded Gears of War Five and I'm playing it just because he's in the game. Um, this guy is gonna be a, a, a big star. He's he's gonna be maybe. Nah, he won't be as big as Dwayne Johnson. But as far as like who I think will get an Oscar first, if I had to put money on it. It's gonna be him, but uh, you, you you think Dave but and I'm I'm not shading. I'm just asking. You think Dave Bautista is gonna get an, an Oscar nomination before Dwayne Johnson? Yes. Dave Bautista has been very careful, or about as careful as he can be, picking his roles. Okay, he Guardians Three will be the last time we see him as Drax. He doesn't want to do that anymore. He wants to take more serious roles, roles that expand his um or that challenge him, okay, that allows him to show some range. Um, and you're starting to see it. Denny Villanueva brought him back. Um, 
after Blade Runner twenty forty nine, he put him in Dune, and so that's that's a huge vote of confidence. So yeah, that's my guy. Awesome. Right. I, I mean, obviously, I've seen Army of the Dead. I don't know if I agree with you, Geo, but I think he's getting better. Like each movie that I see him in, he's getting better. So that's good. And I don't know. To me, The Rock is a really good actor at this point. So I, I wouldn't say he's there yet, but he can get there. The, it took The Rock over a decade to become serviceable in a movie as like actual acting. So Dave Bautista could definitely get there. Um, all right, Brian, I'll go. All right, no, Jake, your last one. Um, I mean, obviously, I will say, by the way, anybody, everybody watching, this is not our, the only actors and actresses we like. You know, we, we, we just cut up. We're short on time. Eventually, we could list we, twenty names, we, but we will do a. Eventually, yeah. we will do a full blown uh, rank list. And I know Brian Nussbaum put him in the chat, but you know what? F it. Speaking of Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and I could go two directions. Oh, I know where you're going now. I could go two different directions, and I, you know what? This person, man, I can't wait to see this person in a movie that's coming out this year. Anna de Armas is, there it is one of the best working actresses today. She is kicking ass all over the planet. She's in James Bond. She was in Blade 2024-9. Give her that Poison Ivy role. Give her the Zatanna role. I don't care what it is. Give her something. I want to see her in it. Um, she, Dude, this, this girl, prime. That's all I need to say. Move on. Absolutely. She's fantastic. Uh, all right, Brian. She reminds me of another like Anya Taylor Joy, where you're just like, oh god, she's good in like everything she does. No, she reminds me of Alicia Vikander. Yeah, but we haven't seen Alicia Vikander in a while. Oh, you will see her though. <laughs> she's oh, fantastic. Okay, okay. Hey, she has an Oscar on her. I got her on speed dial, so you will see her. <laughs> I know it's so funny because I would love to see your actresses list because I can think of like ten that you've said like. Those are, she's amazing. So I'm like, I'm very curious to see what your ranking would be. Um, I'm going to go with someone that still isn't really doing much, but I love everything he's been in. Uh, and that's going to be Winston Duke. Nice. I, Future I, Black Panther. I hope so. Um, he is great in... The, the things I don't want to say everything he's done because he's only done a handful of films, but like every time he's that character that you like love. And I, I just want to see him in more stuff. I, I, I see, I looked, he's got two movies coming out this year. Uh, Spencer confidential in nine days, whatever those are. So um, hopefully those, are good. Spencer uh, Confi Spencer Spencer Confidential is a sequel to a movie that he and Mark Wahlberg already did two years ago. There's already oh. a first one. Oh, well, good to know. Um, but yeah, I I wanted to see more of him, so I would love more Winston Duke, please. So, and I totally agree with Jake. Jake and I were talking about this the other day. I would love for his character to take over as Black Panther. Not as yeah, I'm T'Challa, uh, but just I just cool. I, I, I just watched Black, Pan Black Panther. I just watched Black Panther. Panther over the weekend again. It was on TNT, and it is such a brilliant choice. Yeah, such right. It would be so good. It would be such a brilliant choice. It makes yeah. the most sense, and it's like it's not controversial. Like I think everybody would be okay with it. You I know? think so too. 
Mbaku, and we're already getting off topic, but Mbaku's development so far has already turned right in the in the Black Panther movie. He went from a tribe, a rival tribe who was rivaling for the role of Black Panther to a respectable comrade. But by the time Infinity War and Endgame come around, he is now a part of Wakanda because he was one of the few Wakandans who survived the snap. Yeah. So he was in the process of keeping it alive while everyone was gone. He he's he is perfect for the role of Black Panther. Perfect. Yeah. And it's it with that, like I think it would just make sense because like and if people are like, well then we're not gonna get the man uh ape villain careless. Yeah, it, my thing is Make a new one. Make a new disgruntled person. Well, that I don't think they were ever going to really do that, though. Anyways, I'm sure they at some point they would have turned him into a villain and go against him. But either way, that being said, I I would just love to see Winston Duke in more roles, personally. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, none of the people I've highlighted aren't on my all-time favorite list they could be one day but i want to again shine a light on somebody who does not get the respect he deserves and that is logan lerman logan lerman on my is list. Good one choice. of my favorite young actors i think i think he's younger than he looks like he looks younger than he really is he's 28 so he's only like he's like around our age a little bit younger than us and but he's been doing this for a while and like even in the Percy Jackson films, everything I've seen him in, he's good in. Like I've never watched a movie with him in it and been like, oh, he wasn't that good in that one. Like he's you know three ten to Yuma. The Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, Jacob, hold on. I bet you I can guess uh, your favorite role of his. Of his. Oh, I was just gonna say it. Can you guess it? <laughs> the perks of being a wallflower. Absolutely. Yep. I <laughs> I freaking love that movie for multiple reasons. And maybe the main one because Emma Watson's in it, but also just he kills it in that. He kills it in everything he's in. He kills it in Fury. Even though I love Perks of Being a Wildfire, Fury might be his best performance. To be honest, he's he's great in that. And Brad Pitt says, "Do it, do it, kill him." Oh God, such a great scene. Yeah, yeah and then in a lot of movies that you he, just don't think. No, of. I know he's in a ton of stuff, but he's never like he's rarely the lead of a film, you know, he's always played somebody's son or, or he's, you know, the young guy I, in the movie. I wanted, I wanted him to be Spider-Man so bad. Yeah. When they were casting for it, I, that was cause we didn't really know much about Tom Hall and like, we only seen him in one or one movie or something, but, but yeah, he yeah, would have been great. I just I think, think, I don't know. I think this guy need like his ceiling is higher than he's, than it is like, than he's actually reached so far. I think he can do, and he's still young, so we'll see. But I just think this guy should be leading films. Have so. you seen a picture of him like recently? He has he has like gray hair now. Yeah, his he is he has early on gray hair. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you so can play older. That, but he still has a baby face though. Hey, I got oh, gray yeah. hair too. Yeah. That's oh, so yeah. I gotta show some love to Logan Lerman. Maybe he's our next casting table as far as reversing it and like what role would he do be great in so. I have ideas, but I don't want to ruin it. Uh, (laughs) I'll I'll save it. I keep thinking of more and more people that I would add to my list right now if we had more time. We'll do do a full episode of ranking at some point. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Uh, well, that should do it for this episode of Apocalypse Now. Thank you, everybody, for watching in the in the live chat and all that stuff. Who knows what happened with YouTube, but uh, you'll be able to see this full video up uh, when we put it up. So uh, we'll go around and say our goodbyes. Brian Avalicino, why don't you tell them where they can find you on the web, man? Be of Alcina on Twitter and uh, from a certain point of view on YouTube. Not from a certain point of view, just a certain point of view. Sorry, I was <laughs> too fast. A certain point of view. I almost said uh, Schmodown Entertainment Network. I was speaking <laughs> fast there. Um, Gio Ramos, where can they find you online, man? Hey, one day, guys. If that's a goal of yours, one day. But um, uh, let's see. You can find me on Twitter. For now, at Grey Goose Jedi, I'm thinking about changing it again. But uh, I also do Fandom United, a separate YouTube channel. Goes live every Sunday evening at 7.30 Pacific Standard Time. So check me out there and, of course, on here. Awesome. And Jake Berlin? Yeah, uh, at Qui-Gon Jake all over the socials. Uh, two ends because someone else took it before I did. Liam Misa took it before I did. Um, uh, I'm on POV with Brian multiple times a week, talking down after shows, reactions, talking to cool guests. Um, and then I think this episode is going to be uploaded in the early morning on Wednesday because of the YouTube kerfuffle. And so by that time, I'm going to have a whiskey Jedi going live this afternoon. Um, and so I'm actually going to be doing a slightly version AMA about Star Wars uh, mm. while building my IG 11 figure. Um, nice. I, got my, I finally, well, I just put it together. Oh, I was going to say, uh, I finally got my IG 11, uh, sideshow figure that I'm going to put together on the show and just talk Star Wars. So if you guys want to come by, ask me some questions about Star Wars, whether it's future stuff, past stuff, whatever, let me know and come hang out. So that's on my own channel, but yeah, I'm also here all the time on Apocalypse, just not for the rest of the week. Peace. <laughs> awesome. And you can find me uh, on Twitter at Jacob Barley 824. I also have a Power Rangers podcast on YouTube called Off the Grid. And if you play football or if you play fantasy football or you're a big NFL fan, uh, check me out at First Round Fantasy on YouTube. Uh, me and my buddies over there, we do a fantasy football podcast as well. And don't forget to check out Apocalypse movies on all of your oh, and our watch along. Our watch along National Treasure next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll and be Friday doing our, for Mandalorian. Yes. And don't forget the Fandalorian Club this Friday as well at 4 p.m. It'll be at least Brian and I. Maybe we can get another guest to come in there and watch it with us. And also check out our audio podcast. You can find those anywhere you listen to podcasts at Apocalypse Movies. And if you want a cool shirt like this, a Marvel Rewind or a shirt from any of our shows, you can find those at T Public. Just search Apocalypse or search Jake Berlin and you'll be able to find those. Thank you again for watching. See you next time.